Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Rolling, rolling. That's the goal. That's the goal. Turn it up a little bit. We're gonna talk about that. The, uh, we're gonna talk about that. The ad crazy. The ad was. Relentless. Syndicate app, medicine boy, or slide it's a blessing. Lived in garage at age 16 on my own, so I must see well. Listening to drill with a wine glass is crazy. We're mixing up the culture. Relentless. Table band or diaries, custody dad when Joshi rose. Lord, forgive me, please, for all of the things that I did on road. For unfortunate souls. Every bird get flown, everything gets sold. I'm in love with road. Welcome to your first of many, hopefully, appearances on the Relentless Diaries I'm podcast. I'm scared still. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bonus episode, ladies and gentlemen. We're giving out back-to-back Wednesdays because we had to put on for my boy Wave because he is dropping a project. On Friday, October 21st, 21st. Wow. called Catharsis. I'm saying that right. Okay, so before we get into it, I want to give everyone the definition of catharsis. He does say it in his project, which I really like the intro. I li- yeah, yeah, I thought that was really like good. It did. was really cute. Good. Appreciate that still. Um, so the it, like, point. yeah, it's a good starting point with that. But so the meaning, uh, according to Google, of catharsis. Google. <laughs> huh? 
That is. So the meaning of catharsis is the process of releasing and thereby providing relief from strong or repressed emotions. Have you heard of the word before? No, I actually haven't. So I'm really glad that your intro, we listened to the project, obviously. This is a Relentless Diaries exclusive. Relentless. Um, So we already heard the album. And no, I didn't know what catharsis meant. So I'm glad. And I didn't Google it before either. So I just pressed play on your file and then the first intro was... You know what it is. I had to do um, it yeah, so going with that, congratulations. I really, enjoy, I'm not just saying it because you're here. I actually really enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie. I actually really enjoyed it. I'm trying to um, look in your eyes to see if you've actually. Like, no, I actually did genuinely enjoy it. Okay, okay. It, I was nervous because I was like, "Yo, I'm listening to it on the way to record this podcast, and if I don't like it, I don't if know how sucks, I'm. What are you yeah, do? I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna like, you know, have him one freestyle, which we'll also get into a little bit later, and two, like talk, talk to him. About it? How, Why how you mean, I, like you wouldn't just be like yo this is garbage? I would have definitely been like yo I wasn't like this is not giving what I would. thought it would give. But I was actually like impressed. Like I texted Shans like okay like this is solid like this is solid. Um, so congratulations you know he's on coming, that. Man. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, the uh huh. We'll, we'll get into everything. But how do you feel like releasing this project and like what does it mean to you and like where did the name come from and everything like that? Um, how do I feel releasing this project? It feels cathartic. Because oh, not cathartic. That's like the other. I got it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the root word. <laughs> the, the root, root word. word yeah. yeah, but it feels cathartic for real because like I put like my heart into that shit for real. Can I say shit? Yeah, you can okay, swear yeah. on here. This is not. <laughs> I put my heart into that shit for real because like it like I've been through a lot of shit, so like like I was able to be vulnerable and like talk about certain things in there, and it's like a compilation of like four years of like things that I've been through, so. It w- I was able to put it in there. The name came. I knew I was going to make a, a project called Catharsis before I actually had the project. Like, I just knew one day I'm going to make something called Catharsis. Before I even knew what it meant, I just it just came to me like, yo, I know this, is, this just sounds like something. Like That name just came into your head. It just came into my brain. Like, There's I, no, You must have heard it before. I don't think I did. I think <laughs> it was like a, a divine download. Like, you're going to make an album called Catharsis. I was just running with it for, like, years ago before I had it, and I was like, I'm going to make something like this. And then it just manifested itself throughout the couple past like three four years of just making music that was of that nature and then mm-hmm. it came to what it is you know so what do you think um zoe's divine download album title would be called <laughs> Yo, why do you, these, these are great questions <laughs> divine what, download what do you think it would be i feel like it would pr- it would probably be something like i don't think it would make any sense yeah it would be oh some Not random cohesive. Yeah, it would be like some random a word that represents like a lot of like various things in like maybe like haywire. Okay, what? I think the name of the podcast is pretty, you know, encapsulates Zoe. She's pretty relentless. She's pretty relentless, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like relentless is too calm of a word for what Zoe's project is. <laughs> it's too tame. Relentless yeah, it's is too way tame. too Wow, okay. That that Rowdy. Something to think. Rowdy. Still. Mm. Okay. Why do you think the podcast is called Relentless? Because niggas is it's relentless. Literally. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, but yeah, um, I was going to say, um, on the album, the production is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Shout out God and, Yeah, the production is You crazy. did your album top to bottom? I, he didn't do the whole thing, but he executive produced it, but he has a lot of joints on there. Jeez, okay, so okay. How, many, how many tracks did you make that you had to cut down to the, al- shit, the album? Broski. There was like... 40 songs. Wow. Originally, the album was going to be... Thank you for not giving us a Chris Brown, because I would have been like, that was my first thing, like, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck you giving us 40 songs for? Nah, real shit. Um, it was like 40, and then 
I was going to make it like a 26 song album because I was like, yo, I have to get everything in there. And then I just said, you know what, fuck it. Like, Ralph Lowe was like, yo, let's just narrow it down to like a good 15, whatever. Mm. And then I did that. But there's going to be a deluxe. Okay. Okay. It's going to be a deluxe. going to be a follow up. Yeah. When, you, when you're doing that, because your album, you have like a very wide range of sounds and, mm-hmm. you know, bags that you tap into. So, like, when you're cutting down those songs, are you kind of trying to make like, okay, I need this many like drills. I need this many sort of like, you know, radio friendly, maybe pops. Like, Honestly, are you trying to make an even balance or was it very just what you were going through? What I was going through still. Cause I, like it just I happened said, to be a well-balanced thing like that. It just then. happened to be okay. like, and I feel like these things just divinely happened. Like I was making, I just ended up making really like painful cathartic music or like music that was of that nature for like the past couple of years. So I just pulled all those types of songs into one and just like listen to them arrange them and then towards the end the last two songs off the project were actually wawa and what was the last song what was the one i made i was like yeah it's over it's mm-hmm. done. like this is it's complete and then before that was painful and mm-hmm. that was the one like painful was more so like i felt like i needed to get super vulnerable and like hit a spot that like was more vulnerable than like kind of encapsulate everything and just really talk to people like really touch that spot you know mm-hmm. so I did that and I was like okay that's covered and then Wawa I need another one that's covered but um, those are the only two I intentionally made besides the in, besides the, the the intro catharsis that I actually made for the for the, for the album still mm-hmm. I think like like Clyde said the album is super versatile and not that I didn't think that you were versatile but I didn't realize that you could do that much versatility. And the bag was that yeah. deep. The, yeah, I did not realize your bag was that deep. A lot of so, people don't really yeah, I definitely it. commend you on that. And I think that listening to the album, it was kind of like, it was versatile, but it was very cohesive at the same time. And it was kind of like reading your journal. Like, you know how, like, you write, you have, okay, today was a really, really bad day, but today was a really, really lit day. And today it was kind of like this. It was really like reading a journal from, like, beginning to end of, like, your story. So how do you think it, it flows? Because I think, like, one thing about, so there could be, like, really good cohesive albums where it's, like, the sound is very similar and it's, like, for example, like, Drake's Nothing Was the Same. People say that's, like, exactly, it's sonically cohesive, right? Like, from beginning to end, like, he has, like, a one, like, worst behavior, like, a track in there, but, like, production-wise and, like, whole vibe and, like, lyrics, it's very, very cohesive. But I feel like with yours, the story stays the same but there's versatility. So there's not like, yo, where the hell did that song come from? You know what I'm saying? Like, how the hell did we get here? Like, it, it flows very well. I'm but glad you said that story. But it's not the, that. yeah, but it's not the same sound. Like, for me, I don't, I like Nothing Was The Same, but it's I not, to part. me, it's not my favorite Drake album, just because I feel like it's cohesive. I feel like I'm hearing very, very similar things. And I'm person, I really like to hear versatility. Like, my favorites take care. I feel like the same thing. Take care was cohesive, but you still got different, like, sparks of Drake every couple songs right and nothing was the same it was kind of like beginning to end it was very it flowed but i like that whole versatility cohesive but i think you did that very well thanks mm-hmm. actually you know, nothing was the same my favorite album so yeah you time. think so of all time nothing was the same just because of ever? when it, when it dropped i can see that like, of all time like every yeah. rap album ever of all time that's your illmatic yes <laughs> the memory right. attached to it exactly mm. and that's kind of why i wanted to drop catharsis like i was supposed to drop catharsis like two years in a row and it just didn't happen but like I knew I wanted to drop it in this time of year because of like the seasons the energy around this type of year it's like this is a time where like fall's coming like 
it's fall here. I mean, it's cold outside. It's cold as shit. Yeah. <laughs> fall, like fall, is like it's, it's it, it insinuates like death. Like mm. plants are dying, trees are dying. Like things are going back down to come back up in spring. It's like, like the dark part of the rebirth, the dark right? Part of the rebirth, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like what catharsis kind of embodies. So like around this time, people start getting seasonal depression. Like people start going inside, recluse. Like you kind of have more time to reflect. This is the kind of time where like this project was like on me like this like so i was like i know i have to drop it this time that album nothing was the same dropped october like it was in the fall it was in mm-hmm. the fall but like it was in the brighter side of fall yeah. and then like i remember when it dropped it was just like holy shit i'm in this world right now of nothing was the same and it just the sky looked like the thing of the cover and i was like yeah this is it for me like so I, that's what i tried to do with catharsis i try to like plant it in that time you know mm-hmm. time stamp it in a way so. um just speaking of nothing was the same uh just one of my favorite things that I think is a lost art when it comes to, you know, cohesive projects is, like, that you did very well. Like, the little skits and the interludes and the, the, the sound bites at the end of it. What's, like, your approach with doing that? Like, when you're making the song, do you, like, have it in your head, like, okay, this kind of excerpt needs to be set at the end, you know? Or is it, like, after the track, like, after mixing, you're kind of like, oh, this would, like, sound good. And then there's also, like, very vulnerable, sentimental things. Mm-hmm. Like, I think your family members say, and stuff like that where yeah, you hear their voice. So, like, what was your approach for that? Because I think it's an el- an excellent uh, thing for storytelling, you know? I feel like, though, like, I'm somebody, like, I'm always, like, thinking artistically, like, like, on the song Want to Know, like, I had my nieces on there, my twin nieces. Yeah. yeah. And that was a voice. One time I was driving them somewhere, like, this is 2020, and they're in the car just talking their shit in the backseat. When hand. they asked to go to the adult party? Yeah. <laughs> about, yeah, the adult party, no shaking, what do you that for? Like, they were, that was like a 20-minute clip that I just, like, cut. But I just put my phone on record and I just put it there because they're going to say some golden stuff. Mm. And I was thinking more so, like, in the future when they're older, I want to show them, like, this is how you guys used to talk when you're younger. I might could use it for something creatively. But I'm always, like, thinking like that. So That's a great mindset to have with the field that you're in. Like, really good. 100%. So shorties need to be careful with you, with the voicemails there's and some, everything. There's some voicemails on yeah, there. Yeah, like, and then there's... Yeah, so. <laughs> like, like, let me tell you something. All the voice notes on there are, like... Real, like those are. It's not like word. Like, it's like maybe like a one two. So they're not from YouTube acted, or like, like a, edited. I, they're all like organic. Like like this girl was mad at me. Oh, don't talk to me ever again. Bet content. Ah, no. So do you okay, have to, wait, do you have to clear that? Happened? Do you have to clear the the sample with That's them? Crazy. Uh, on a different song, way way back, I put some crazy shit on a song called "Show Me Love," and a girl like literally. I don't know if I could say this right now. You can say it. No, nah, listen, no, this, is their, this is their this is the Relentless place Diaries. To do it. This is, the this place, is the place you got to do it. Don't sigh. But you see, moving forward, now it's going to be sticky for me to, like, do my thing. Like, I you know? mean, listen. <laughs> I can't use As a woman, if away. a woman fucks with you, she's going to give you a couple excuses. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? She'll give you some is, leeway. All I'm going to say is, go listen to my song, Show Me Love, and listen to the end of the song, near the end of the song, and you'll hear what I'm talking about. The girl, who that was messaged me or called me when the song dropped like yo i hate you i was like what the fuck you talking about i'm trying to play like you know she said i know what you did i know that's me i'm like fuck she's like just make sure i get my royalties i'm like yo, no one's gonna know it's you like, <laughs> like she's like i want to make sure i get my royalties for and da, da, da. but she was joking but she was pissed like but then so like, is she the same girl that hears your interlude is about Cause that no, felt no, like no. you know how like back to obviously I Drake. love that shit I, I love those Drake be giving bitches interludes left right and center yeah. and he be naming them after the women he just said yo hold that here's your interlude. <laughs> 
take that. Shut up. I was into it like, yo, who's this about? Because I'd be like, goddamn, like just like, yo, here's the thing that you wanted. Here's your interlude. It's some very be careful what you wish. Yeah, for you didn't just dash it at her like I that. I love that. So who's that about? My ex. You don't have to say who. My ex. Okay, okay. I'm my ex girl. And the situation obviously went left because you just <laughs> threw the interlude at her and said, "Hold that, yo." That's not why it went left, <laughs> but like that was one of the like I wrote that while we were still together, to be mm-hmm. honest. But like it was on the end of like type shit like that, but. Yeah, that one had to go there still. So yeah, know. it's a good one. I won't <laughs> lie. I said, damn. I'm like, that's a really smart way to put it, though. But that's literally what she asked for. Yeah. She asked for an interview. And man like, said, here it is. And it just happened to be that it was on the, the negative side of our relationship. Right. I wrote it, so it was like, all right, here you go. Like, I wish it could have went differently, but like, fuck. Mm. I can't like manipulate the art. Do you find it hard to be in a relationship while trying to pursue your music career because of like how much you have to focus on what you're doing i'm happy you asked that broski i like his questions yo, he, i'm right yo, there with he, it bro because i understand bro he's with it. you had this talk on the on the pod and behind the scenes many times so i want to know what, what you think about it honestly it's hard because like people don't understand that like as an artist like when i make music i'm only giving like small parts of like me like for example like if you hear some of my music, you'll, you're like, it's more, like, I make music out of aggression, more mm. so sometimes. Not all of it, but a lot of it is, like, fiery. There's a lot of, like, fiery energy into it, like, in the sense of, like, that's where I channel that emotion into the music. But if you meet me in person, I'm a calm nigga. So it's, like, people are, like, what the fuck, like, like, it's still a part of me, but it's maybe a part I suppress or don't show as much. Like, there's so many different dimensions to me, so it's, like, People don't get the scope, or even on social media, like there's, there's only so much you can get by doing that. So people might judge and be like, okay, yeah, this is the kind of person you are, and that could be tricky sometimes. Um, obviously, like being in everyone's face all the time sometimes can be like tricky too. Some people, some people don't like that, but shit, I don't like it. If I could be an artist and just chill out, chill. Mm-hmm. But I just happen to be gifted with, with words, so I have to. Don't have to, but I would. I want to, like, share my gift with people and do that. And in order to do that, I have to be in people's face sometimes, more than I want to. That could be an issue too. Um, I mean, I don't know. Still, I feel like it can be tricky. It just fuck. It's tricky still. So I I say, it is not it's, tricky. It's tricky only because like. Of like, if you're if you're if you're concerned about how people see you, like, like I get misunderstood a lot, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm very misunderstood in that sense. So it's like, I don't blame people because if you only, if I only lo- looked at like Zoe's Instagram and I'm a judging Zoe, like, I'm not gonna get the full scope of Zoe. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, what else do you really have unless you meet somebody in person, right? Yeah. Or I, you come on like a podcast and you're able to talk and like. And that's what I think. I want this like platform to be like people come like you know people come and do interviews on podcasts and they're like you know it's very like basic but I want people to like know who anyone that we have on this podcast is you know what I'm saying like we can have artists or just like regular people friends but the whole point of it is the conversation people get to know you personally outside of your music and then kind of filter that around their judgment of you and like where your music comes from 100%. um but like where did like your when did you realize okay like this is my passion and like I want to rap or I want to do music like when did it like hit you was it always like when you were a kid or was it like one day like yo this is it I always wrote poetry and stories like as a kid like I remember being like six seven writing like full like 
fully descriptive, like, triple-layered, like, character development stories in my books in class. Mm-hmm. Or, like, writing poetry. Like, I always wrote poetry. I had, like, published poems at, like, the age of seven. Oh, just because wow. I wrote them shit, and people were like, what the fuck, and published it. Like, mm-hmm. So I always was a writer, but music-wise, like, I never really cared. I made, mu- I started, like, making music around, like, 15, 16. I never cared to put it out. Like, my my niggas are the ones who put it out. Like, yo, I'm dropping this. Like, and I was, one day people are messaging me, like, your song's hard. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? My song's hard. My nigga, DC, I put it on on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So now I was like, fuck, like, people are fucking with this. I might as well just <laughs> yeah. keep giving it to them, right? So I didn't really care to do it because I'm not the kind of person who likes to just be, like, sharing. Like, I, I never, I felt like a certain vulnerability was sharing my, like, I'm a poet, so my music comes from, a deeper place. I'm not just out here always rapping about. Like I talk my shit, but like organically, like I would wanna when I talk from it's come it's from a place of like that means something to me more mm-hmm. times. Like there's, there's 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 substance to it. So there's a certain sense of vulnerability that comes with that, which I didn't want to share with people off it. But like I kind of like you learn the game, kind of how to navigate, how to use your words to say what you want to say without sometimes blatantly saying things. But now it's like. I, I like it still because when people can relate to me and like they come in and they're like, yo, like what you said here, like having the ability to say certain things that people think or feel but can't put into words and music and make it fit, like they appreciate like me as the medium. You know what I mean, that's mm-hmm. why people love Drake. Yeah, 100%. says the stuff says that you're stuff, thinking, but but you don't never it. said it mm-hmm. exactly. That's 100%. a fact. Um, speaking of like putting yourself out there, you know, and having like a representation of yourself and promoting, um, a lot of artists feel like there's like a pressure right now for them to make TikToks and, you know, Mm. make their social media presence like that. Do you feel like a pressure to have to do that? Honestly, no. Like what's your approach with it? Honestly, I tried the TikTok thing (laughs) and it was going a little bit too well because I'm on road and people are like, yo, yo, you, yeah, that TikTok. And I'm like, What? What about the music, my nigga? Like, like oh, I see. so you, know you were I mean? like, were like, you more of like a personality on TikTok, or were you like just I, using it for like strictly for your music? I wasn't even using it for music. I was just being a fucking goof. Yeah, okay, okay. That's just okay, what I be okay. doing. Like, I'm just, I just be doing, my, I be doing my shit, just doing fuck you, just making people laugh, and mm-hmm. then people are like noticing me and coming to me for that shit more right. than the music. For like the TikTok personality rather than the exactly. artist. Exactly. So mm. I was like, yo, let me just go on with the TikTok thing before this album <laughs> drops. <laughs> and then I resume after. We'll see what yeah. happens. But I don't really like the whole, co- like, it, it feels the whole content thing is like taxing. But one thing I've like, like keyed in on past year is branding because i realized when you when you have your branding together like content or like just everything you do just falls into place Mm -hmm. like for example i had my release party um two days ago um friggin catharsis like i use the emojis like the the black heart the the red broken heart to symbolize like how the, the album feels or the rose that was slumped over and then for the Under release the party, you used to have, yeah, you said yeah, the pill, yeah. yeah. From time. Mm-hmm. But um, for the release party, the aesthetic was those colors, red and black. Mm-hmm. So we had the red and black flowers everywhere. We had um, red wine. I, I got wine glasses. There was I got like bare bouquets of roses. Gave it all to all the girls. I'm like stuff like that. I was haunted that. So I know. I was, was, you saw that, right? Yeah, so that's cool. why there was mad roses all roses. over Snap. I'm like. Who is giving <laughs> out these roses? Serial rose. Bare rose giving roses out. giving out. Girls are acting like it was their man. It was uh-huh. him the whole Stop time. 
Girls no, because no, that's what girls be doing. They be Just posting. What? They Y'all be putting in their mouth and... Girls be posting roses. What girls Come are you on. following? I Yo, yo hold on. That means that imagine not giving the girl them flowers. I've never like, seen a girl put a flower in her like put in her mouth the and do flowers. What? Are you you were a, you're a, like a flowers giver? Like that's a regular thing for you or no? It's not still. So, Why? But now that I see it together, you know how the, the, the response is like you know. I mean, I, I, it's not like I wouldn't like. I just don't have a girl to give flowers to. But but if you had a girl, you would continuously give her flowers. See if she liked them. Not all women like flowers. Liked, exactly. Like I'm not gonna think flowers first of all. I think like you like interpersonally what you like. But mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever given flowers to anybody. Never. Word. Never. Uh, I don't think so. You know what's funny? At the release party, I was at rock. I was, I was handing out flowers to all the girl them. My nigga was like, "Yo, fam, what about me? If I can't get a rose too?" I was like, "Yo, fam." See, men always no, want what bitches. No, have. no, no. I was like, "Yo, broski, you know what?" You're right. The man will never get no flowers. That's, mm. that's Every man gets a flower too now. That's, that's true. We never Not get wrong. flowers. When does a man get flowers? Never. When he dies. <laughs> Don't get- no, that's true. <laughs> it's true. So what's the what? male version? What's the, what's the guy version of flowers? We don't have any. We don't have. No, we don't get shit. Fam. So like what? Like what? F- what material item? Reversal sing- man going hard. Right Reversal now. man is going hard. <laughs> we, we need merch that says is- Reversal man for Tresor to wear every single episode. <laughs> what? What material item signifies gratitude and love towards men? We don't That's have equivalent one. to flowers. That's equivalent to like a flower. You know what slowly, slowly became that game systems. That's not flowers, though. 2K? Madden? You've been bought a game game system before? A game. 2K. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I've bought a few 2Ks. A few 2Ks? In my past. Like for multiple people? No, no, no. Or for I the think same only guy? two guys have he gotten. got 19, 20, 21, and 22. He didn't, okay, not that, not that recent. you bought, you bought 19 for two guys. No. Oh. Did you get like the limited, like the Jordan edition, the two hundred dollar one? Did you get two hundred? Like, no, it was not two hundred dollars. Are you no nuts? PC points yeah, pack, was eh? two hundred dollar what? Well, she's not gonna know that. If she it just, comes with like a poster and a jersey. No, I get whatever everything. one that's the disc and it's sealed and it says NBA two K. I think it was like fifteen or something. Fifteen at the time. That's the nigga I was fucking with. We I got were into. like it, just in high school. No, we weren't. We were, we're just, like we just graduated. I was eight. How old was I in 2015? 18, 19? You were taking your first job money and buying the man 2K. Yeah, we just yeah. graduated. 2015. Uh, that's how you're feeling? 2K15 was the last a time you bought that's a 2K. Cute. No, I think the last one I bought was that's 17. Cute. 17 or 18. No, no. 17. I feel like you wouldn't buy that. I, would, I feel like you wouldn't do that. No. I, honestly, no. I mean, if it was my man, sure. But now for niggas who aren't my man, I'm not buying you know that. I'm 2K. telling you, 2K. Unless like, I'm getting some little gifts too. Why? <laughs> because unless I genuinely like you. I'm not just gonna buy you 2K like that. Like if we have a good thing going, okay, I'll get you a 2K. But it's like I'm not just gonna buy niggas 2K. Y'all. But hold on, who said we actually wanted 2K? Like he wanted it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he. I wanted. don't want 2K. I don't know what I want yet, but I don't know. But I don't want 2K. <laughs> I don't even have a PS5. <laughs> See, Man, can't want find 2K. one nowhere. It's, PS- it's still not your PS4. I did, but I gave it to my nephew. So what do you, you don't, but you don't game like that though. I would if I had a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> but I told. <laughs> I yeah, I think. The equivalent that women have to flap, like, with men, There's probably, none. like, I think clothes. I give I give men a lot of clothes sometimes. But it's not like a, like it's, it's not, not like a sing- common, yeah, it's not like, like a signifier, thing. like a rose. Like, if you ask different girls, they're not all going to say clothes. If you ask oh, all the guys, you're going to see either chocolate, plushies, or flowers. Plushies? Like, little stuffed bears, the ones shit. that y'all want us to win not, from the X. Oh, I'm not really buying, oh, women like plushies yeah, still? Yeah, for, the, for the girls. The giant teddy bears. I don't stuff. mind them, but I don't, like... 
I'd rather like a nice bouquet of flowers or like a nice plant. <laughs> so if he comes in with a bunch of oh. the holistic things like the plants. like I'm into like orchids now. I want like a nice the orchid on the wall, right? I like an orchid. Orchid, you know. some dandelions. Why? Because dandelions are fucked. I'm allergic to those. Because flowers those are die. Weeds. That's that why flowers what? die, but plants live forever. Plants definitely don't live forever. My orchid well, not is forever, struggling but right longer, now. Longer than <laughs> longer than flowers, like yeah. But I like the whole like caring for flowers, like you know, watering them, putting in the flower food, like seeing them in like on your table. The plants that the earthy chicks have live forever. Mm-hmm. The ones they put on the wall in front of the, the tapestries. <laughs> Bamboos that they, they, they yeah, they and, this, the wine, the and they have like the thing. sage and the rocks and crystals. In front. <laughs> if you go to a girl's house and she has like the tapestry and the sage and the rocks and crystals, you are in for a wild night. And the tapestry <laughs> is the picture of the wave. You know which one I'm talking about? The one that every shorty. Oh, like the Japanese photo? Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. You see about. that one? You know, yeah, it's it's up. I have Bird art in my room, but I don't have like niggas always say like the. The art and the the blanket type when girls have like the like the animal print black like the zebra or like the cheetah blankets. The I don't know where they're from. Hopefully not from the, the flea market one. Okay, well the I don't thick, know. I don't thick, have the thick one with the animal print on it. Yeah, yeah I don't have like any of that. Like I have like art in my room, but it's like I have like ballerinas. I have like I think like a word, like a like a quote on my wall. But not like. What about the headboard with the diamonds in it? No, I do not have that. Oh, that one. No, that one's tizzy. Have you ever been to a girl's? <laughs> have you ever been to a girl's house and her beds on the floor? Yes. Wave. When I was living in the states. Nah, when that happened. No, that, that's oh, regular. That's College. not. That's, it's not regular. That's mean, not uncommon. You mean just a mattress? No, it's like well, it could be just, a, just a box. It's like a box you know, like the mattress. like the, the beds one. that are made to be on the floor. Well, yo, I like those ones though. What do you mean made to be on the floor? Yeah, I'm a little like I it's never... like on the floor with the headboard type shit. Yeah, like, like, like no... it's like the I don't know how to describe it, but it's those aren't those beds aren't made to be on a bed frame. Like almost like the it's like a like a Japanese type Your vibe <laughs> where it's on the ground. You don't know what I'm. You've never seen that. I don't know. I don't think you know, so. It's like a bed, like. It's like it's in a box thing. Look at your face, Louis. <laughs> well, I can't see my own face, Louis. <laughs> don't pass judgment on the girls with the beds on the floor. Nah, I'm like not passing clothes. judgment. I just okay. My bed. I can't sleep that low. I have back issues. I can't sleep that low to the ground. It's a flat bed. What do you mean back issues? But I like my bed has like a frame, a headboard, a box spring, and then a mattress. But it's still as flat as anything else. But it, I'm higher up off the ground. Does it help your back? <laughs> that doesn't make it. Yes, it does. It's still flat. When you're just I'm like when so you're confused. No, when you're close <laughs> to the ground, it's just like even like it's it's different, man. I'm telling you, because my old bed when I when I moved out was lower. Like I saw the bed frame, but it was lower, and I used to be like every day, I'd be like yo, my back is fucked. But I was a broke student, so you know back then I know I had to hold my little IKEA bed. But you know now my bed now is nice. Like my bed now, it's a nice bed. Wait, so talk about that. So you you used to play ball, right? And you were in the States? Yeah, I used to play ball in the States. How long were you there for? Bro. So you're a baller and a rapper. I'm not a baller. I used to play ball. (laughs) But I need to say, like, we played ball in grade nine. That's how I met him. That's that's how we know each other. You were on the same basketball team. He was like. Same school? No. no, I was like, did you go to school in White Town? And aren't you from, like, where are you from? White Town? Where you went to school in, like. Well, you yeah, like, no, but I, I went to school in, in Vaughn, like Richmond Hill for a bit too. And like I played on an AAU team there. And that's where like we met. You I were, played for his Vaughn team. You were oh. like our what franchise, team? like Max Player, when you what got added to the mix and started dunking on niggas and shit. Like, Vaughn Panthers. Yeah. Oh, Panthers? Like uh, OBA or AAU? OBA. 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 
I saw me and him. I don't know how we never four, played man. you guys. You're you? You I was on hype. You were on hype? Definitely yeah. face. I, I think team? I did face you. That was the year it was Wait, like Reese and them? Reese. Oh, like we I Justice, played you guys. Kerwin and, and um and, and Jamal. Jamal Top scene. Tiki, yeah. R.I.P. Jamal. R.I.P. Jamal. But yeah, I, we played you then. I'm pretty sure I like I faced the team. For then, sure, I remember that. We club, played them. So. We played them. Yeah, Reece, yeah, Reece I do was, remember. Reese was torching us. Yeah, who won? I think we did. <laughs> I, I probably wasn't playing that. There was <laughs> two <laughs> teams. We were <laughs> division <laughs> one when we when when you. No, were but on there was squad. two teams yeah, also. Yeah. Like sometimes people would oh, switch the on one team to two teams. teams. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't remember that game. I probably wasn't playing. So you used to so from what like high school? You played ball all the way through high school. Yeah, through high school, and I went when I was sixteen. Like, like I went to a prep school when I was sixteen. But the way it happened was like, cause like, like my home situation was kind of like, eh. And I was like, yo, psh, I'm out of here. Went to, went to uh, <laughs> eh, bye. Hundred <laughs> percent. I was like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm yeah. gonna go play ball. Cause so I was nice, so I had to look. Went to looks. So went to school. They moved us into like this big ass like crib, like a nice two story crib. I had my own room. Mm. What state? Um, Florida, in the middle of nowhere called Brandon, Brandon, Florida. Mm. A little racist town. Like, anyways, moved us into a big ass mansion. <coughs> stocked the food, the, the the places with food. Parents came, saw us in. Okay, bye. They flew back. Two months later, they sold the crib. We we're homeless. Like homeless. I talk about it on, on the album. Formless lived lived in a garage. My nigga, fucking Andrew, we're sixteen. With this our is bags. child abuse. This is that's oh, it gets it gets worse. We're homeless. You were homeless in Florida. Yes, they took away all communication from like our dukes back home, so we couldn't call nobody. Fucking, we 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 lived in a garage, like probably the size from that from there to here. There's like twelve of us on in bunk beds living in a garage with roaches, frogs, fucking. Larva's in my bed. I'm waking up in the mor- in the morning, like craziness. Like it's raining. There's mold. Like craziness. No food. Like to the point where, mind you, this is like two years I was there. Two that, years in the garage. In what this, the fuck? In this, in, and and it was like a it was like a prep school attached to like a a cult, like super racist white Baptist church school that wasn't actually a school. So in the end of it, I didn't even qualify to go straight to D one. I had to go to JUCO, but. Like, we're living in this garage now, and they're starving us. And, like, I remember, like, the family whose garage that we were living in, they'd, like, be at their table like, eating dinner under the stinking chandelier, and we would be at the window like this watching them eat food. And we're starving. And I have to go to steal fucking um, brownie mix from Dollar General, sneak into their crib at nighttime, make the brownies, sell it at school, buy a box of pizza, last for the week type shit. Like, it was crazy. It was really tizics, like. Sounds like a Netflix documentary. No, no, but you'd be surprised. No, but honestly, I'm not even that surprised. You'd be like prep school stuff. There's a lot of like. And you guys couldn't go home? Like, no one. I would have found a payphone. I would have called my mom and be like, Mom? Yeah, I would have not. Get me now. But watch this though, because my home situation at the time was not blessed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, Mm -hmm. it was like, I wasn't even. At the time, I wasn't even talking to my dudes because of that home situation. But at the same time, it was like, if I go home back to the ends, what am I doing? No That's opportunities true. in the ends. I might as well try and make try some and shit shake ball. out here. Yeah, try and yeah. be out here and do something different. If I go back to the hood, I wouldn't mind do should be in the hood. Yeah. Like, That's terrible. I get bro. that. I get go that. To school, go to school in the ends. Like, nah, I was like, fuck, I'm starting to try and make some shit shake. Then when I did when I did get the one-two call home, like, you have to go into the church office during school time and, like, call. And, like, the principal 
the vice principal, the, the pastor will all be looking at me like this while I'm on the phone. So and the I'm, school, so like, so knowingly. I don't say nothing crazy to, like, incriminate them. Like, I don't say, yeah. hi, mom, uh, yeah, I'm good, like, type shit. Like, so the school knowingly had you guys in this garage? 100%. People came, the white them, the white and the FBI, not FBI, whatever the fucking investigators came to investigate the garage because somebody from the year before, like, ratted or whatever. They yeah. moved this out for the day, bought bikes and balls and shit, made it look like a garage. They investigated it, mm, garage, all right, cool, bye, left, moved this back in, type shit. The pastor, like, during, we had- What school we, was this? It was called Faith Baptist. The pastor- Faith Baptist. The pastor would, like, be talking during, like, the services, and mind you, this, like- there's like 40 immigrants from like all over the world here. Canada, United, um, fucking Africa, all over Africa, all over the, um, South America. We're all there. And he's literally just talking about how Obama's the Antichrist. Fuck Obama. Um, this, that. Mad, like subliminal, like racist shit. And we're just looking around like, yo, is this real? And then the, little did we know the pastor was fucking off all the, the man's congregation's wives. Like every like he was like he was fucking the wives of the the men in the congregation, and then That's he crazy. he breeded one of them. He had, a, he had and his wife was at home on bed rest, bro. Like hey, yo, broski. Like if I and this is just the one state I lived in, the first state. Like fam, the shit I've been through, fam. I swear to God, I can't lie. I can't make this up. It's madness, but. That sounds like a documentary. Like, yeah, yeah, you need to like write a screenplay or something. Not dead that ass. What the hell? That's a Netflix the, documentary. It's madness. Oh, you were madness. actually in a documentary. Yes, I was. Yes. No, it was. Yeah, it was a film documentary. Documentary film by director X. Yeah. What was it called again? Silent Streets. Quiet Mind, Silent Streets. Right. Yeah. How was that? I, I didn't get a chance to watch it transparently. That was lit. Um, that was lit because it happened so organically because around the time of the album and it's the same idea. So it's, it was basically um, 2019, right after I dropped Sidebag and shit blew up crazy. Then a shooting happened in the in the ends, and then shit went crazy. And then so the student, the one that you referenced on your album, that was a twelve minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, all the and news. that. And that news clip, crazy enough, was the was the people on the news and the police chief blaming me for the youth's death. Blaming you. There was a video that had dropped right after mine, and that was shot at the same buildings. That was the the reason for the police. The side bag video, not mine, another one. But, a but then the next one got t- the youth took it down. And then mine was the one that everyone knew that was blown up. So then the police chief's on the thing, on the news, bumping side bag. Yeah, this is the thing. And then the lady's like, oh, the rapper comes through these doors. And da-da-da-da-da, he shot the... And after a girl was me- a girl messaged me on Instagram, yo, you're on the news. Like, da-da-da, they're saying it was you. I'm like, what the fuck? What? I go there, they're saying that my video was the video that da-da-da-da. Like incited violence? My, yeah, and made the youth die. And, made, and then you hear the song in the background. I'm like, holy fuck, shit's crazy. So wait, during the shooting... They were like that. Your song was playing. No, this is not during the shooting. On the news about the shooting, about the youth's oh, death, they heard there song? was a video, and then they were playing my video because mine is the one that blew up in the city and everyone knows it. So that that was that, that's what was going on. This is the reason why I went for that big hiatus after that shit went crazy, and right. everyone's like, "Yo, where did the wave go?" I was, I was, she was real. She, that's what, like I can't even get into the other shit. She was mm-hmm. real, but whatever. So after that shooting, um, what do you call it? And a, you were there, right? Like, were you at that? No, no, like, I wasn't, oh, okay, I wasn't okay. there still. But at, after that, I guess, like, the te- a teacher from our end, she basically was trying to implement meditation to the kids because the kids are there traumatized. They don't have no mm-hmm. resources. So she reached out to Director X, and he was like, yeah, cool. 
you wanted to come to the school. Principal said no. They decided to come and do a, a, a film about us. The principal said no? That he couldn't come talk to them. Interesting, okay. Just, it just like neglect shit. You of already course. know how that shit goes in, this, in, the, in the community, but whatever. So, boom, long story short, they did, they did the thing on us. They, they asked me and some of my blogs to come be a part of it because we're active in the community, giving back and shit like that. I'm a, I'm a figure of the community, so we did that. They interviewed us, did it about whatever, and then they asked if I can put a song in the film. So I was like, all right, cool. Gave them the song Save Me off my album, mm-hmm. and it fits perfectly. And then, yeah, it premiered. It was lit. It was a good opportunity, too. I got to meet them. Um, build, build some relationships through like film and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you went to TIFF, the Toronto yeah. International Film Festival. Yeah, and it was premiered at TIFF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to give a fucking. Uh, <laughs> he's he's so yeah, we're was, so into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's that like, was, you got yeah, I don't think that, that's the craziest story I've heard on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you're still on the, on the next thing, alright? The next story, fam. There's more, fam. What fuck? That's for the next episode that come on here again. I'll tell you guys more. About that, yeah. Really. A- expose the prep school industry. Yeah, fuck that, that happens. Shit. I have fuck so many friends too. that were in so many wild situations in, in <laughs> Vegas, <laughs> in California, in Atlanta, in Florida. It's Are crazy. Crazy. And you're crazy? Wait, crazy. sorry, not to go back, but you're still balling at this school too. You have? like you're still playing ball flipping. and you're still going to class. Yes, but you're going back after class to a garage. To a garage. Dropping thirty, garage. going back to a garage is crazy. A garage. garage. With, with, with roaches and frogs and all sorts in there. What about the bathrooms? Showering. There was like one little shower. And then at the next year, at the end of the last year, they moved us into a, like a, the, the school's change room. So you guys we were living in the school We were sleeping in the shower of the school's change room. I can't even lie. Where we showered? There was baseball niggas there from like Venezuela and da 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 da. There's another team there. And literally, like the, the son of the pastor played in the MLB, so he would like give them little food sometimes in the morning. The and we'd have to go down there with baseball bats and fight the youths for the food because they wouldn't share. Like literally fight the youths with bats, bust them out like for food, and then bring it back to the garage. Like ah, on some savage shit. Like what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Like, it's insane. Yeah. My nigga, like, that's, that's crazy. Man, how are you doing Hunger Games for, for, for some food? Nah, for at, real. I was 16 years old, my nigga. Like, it's crazy, fam. But I got, I ended up getting a, a Division One scholarship. Did yeah. my thing. So that was my dream as a youth. And shit. Fuck. It is what it is. Fuck. Like, what can I say? The story now. Shit. They make a movie about this shit, for real. Like, no, literally. That's it. This is literally like a screenplay, like, documentary. Dramatized biography. That's just two years. Then I went to Texas. Then oh, I went to the. Jesus. Then I went to South Carolina. I went to the, the most racist places. Florida. Yeah, Texas. South Texas Carolina. Is, Texas. Texas is wild. Like South Carolina. And wow. if you're not in like Houston or Dallas, like you are in racist Texas, like open carry racist ass Texas. I was in Corsicana, Texas. I don't know what that is. It just sounds. It racist. sounds racist. Corsicana. <laughs> can hear a hard ER. Yeah. Like, you saying? It sounds racist. Oh man. Anyways, on to some other shit, man. <laughs> so like, how fuck. do you... So, okay, so after all that happens, you come back, whatever, and whenever you decided to start really taking music seriously, there is a stigma about ex-athletes starting to make music. Mm. How or did even you, current athletes. Sorry, not to cut you, <laughs> Yeah. <but laughs> how did you push... Like, how did you get out of that, of people not going to take you seriously because, oh, it's just another baller mm-hmm. trying to make music and people, like, hating on that? Well... People that know me know that, like, before I was ever hooping, like, like I said, I was making, I was, I was a poet, I was a writer, but it's just, I, I don't know, like, 
I guess the content or the, the my music was just good. Like people fucked with it, so it wasn't like oh da da da. Like I I don't know. With current it's, athletes making music, put that shit. See, on. I feel it, like I don't know. To me, it's like I get it. You know, you have the resources, and I like why not? But it's also like why. They're trying to live their dreams. By the end of the day, sometimes it's like, fam, like, I don't know. Why? You can't tell no one not to express themselves. Exactly. But you can do it in so many ways. And if it's not like in you like that, like, just write a book. But do you believe you can generally have time to be like an NBA pro baller and then like drop like music? 100%. Like, yeah, like you it. can make music, but it's not like But you're they don't be dropping like. It's not crazy. Yeah. But yeah, like, but sometimes, like Damian Lillard has like an album. No, I know, but and his is pretty good. Like he can rap, but, but he's I, like one of like. I was gonna say oh, also wow, with yeah. also with Dame Dame Dalla. Is that not his rap name? Yeah. <laughs> also with him, it's <laughs> like because one of my boys like worked with him, like produce or was like one of like the songwriters on the track, whatever, whatever. Like what? Like his. We're not knowing Dame for his music, and that album was not no like. See, I feel Notable. like notable, like you know what I'm saying. Like, I feel it like there's not- certain people who do that shit, and they just make it look crazy for the people who can do that shit. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say, yeah. There's people who just do it because they can do it, like Lonzo and probably Ball. shouldn't do it. But there's people who <laughs> actually are meant to do this shit, and it's like, like even just being an artist in general, right? Fuck, even if you used to do whatever you used to do before that, or whatever you did it like in your life, just being an artist, like even me as an artist who like. Is a talented artist and can, and makes good music. It's like there's there's people who just do the shit just to do the shit, or they're not their hearts not really in the shit. And it's like you could have just not done this. Mm. But now, as an artist, we're all in the same pool, so now everyone's looking at me like the same way. Yeah. Mm. It's because there's no like gateway or credentials. Like it's something that everybody could do. Like you could exactly. be a real estate agent today, and then tomorrow you decide you you're a shit. rapper. You know what's crazy about but that too, fam? Everyone dis- but everyone groups you in with people that, that just wake actually up one have been day taking like, it serious. Yeah. It's different from like sports and stuff where it's like you can't just, I can't wake up tomorrow and be like, you know what? I'm joining the Raptors. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that was an option? Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying in that regard. It's not like that. But it's like I could literally wake up tomorrow and be like, you know what? I'm going to be a rapper and change everything about myself and be a rapper. Just, just, you know what's yeah, crazy but about I that feel too? like there's still, there's still a very like, like distinguishing line between at least for me, like I can tell, like okay, this nah, person, but not like, you can tell because if you measure it by success, like there's a lot of track, and that's why there was that whole debate about um, uh, and I hate, I don't know why I always have to be like the talking about what girls do, guy, but it's relevant. It was that <laughs> that debate. <laughs> it was that relevant. debate about um how it's like why do girls love famous rappers but hate dudes that say they want to rap. And people were saying, oh, it's because these new rappers aren't good or, like, like they're not established and they're not serious. But then people were saying, yo, there's bare trash rappers that are up. For and sure. they're up trash rappers are still getting the girls. Absolutely. So what it's not saying, about right? talent. So, like... It's not about talent. It's about the end goal. It's about where you are now. Yeah. It's, so, a, it's so like it how girls don't like when guys are growing out their hair, but they love when their hair has locks, long dreads long and locks, locks are down the back. you don't like the little struggle like stage the struggle. with the tiny bumps and the... <laughs> The struggle box. Is that is that um what's it called? Is that um is that wrong to say? Is China Bumps I mean, derogatory? China, if it is, know. I apologize. If not, we're rock. It's 
I it could be derogatory to the China, but I, like, we grew up calling them China bums. I don't know why we even call them China bums. I really don't know. Yeah, why. because I swear Asian people's hair can't even. Now like, they're called do bantu knots. Now it's like bantu knots are like the more. I think that makes ex- sense. Yeah, like bantu knots. I think I don't know if they're even this, they're not really the same as China. Just say bantu knots. Yeah. So the the but guys don't bet you don't bet. The bantu knots are like what the Florida man's do. They do like a struggle twist. Yeah, bantu like knots are like what you do to like curl. Like I'll bantu knot my hair like before I go to bed. If I'm my hair curly the next day. See, I was talking about like 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 the little Kodak <laughs> things. Like the bar, like I don't the, know what to the call the Lisa that. Simpson joints. The, okay, I don't know what that is. I don't know that the word. The word. For oh, yeah. Anyways, what was I? I had a. There was a point to that. I will just like on top of like what you guys are saying. I just kind of wanted like. I think this is a dilemma that like almost plagues like the black community. Not plagues. When, when your friend, someone you care about, is trying to rap mm. and you know this ain't it, this is not work. What is the approach to telling him? I like, say to, stop it. I say stop if it. If you're a good friend, you're gonna tell him. Or to, I'm to like, stop, you, or right? I'm like, you need to work with you need, yeah. other resources. But not everyone's like to help. <laughs> They're not. Like, but we uh, respectfully, we need more people like me 100%. because I'm gonna tell you, you need to. Like, I had a friend who like used to go. I want to rap. I want to rap. I want to rap. And he put me shut up like, yo, this, what are you saying? <laughs> like your enunciation is ass. This beat is ass. Like if you want to rap, cool, but you need to find the, like find maybe, I don't know, find a better producer. You know what I'm trying to try to network and finesse something. Maybe get a songwriter or five in the room to like help you get some tracks, work on your enunciation. I don't know. Go to a speech therapist, something because more friends need to be like Zoe. No, and I, I'm not going to tell you to quit. But I'm going to tell you, you need to work on a lot of shit. And I told him, like, nigga, you need to work on a lot of shit because your enunciation is ass. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you, like, behind the scenes, how long were you working on your craft before you actually put stuff out? Because I think people feel like, like I said, people feel like you just wake up one day and just start rapping it and it's just going to be good. But people don't know, like, the the work that you have to put in. Mm. Honestly, like, because, I was, because I've been writing since I could remember, like, it wasn't like I'm like oh shit let me like like I never planned to push it out niggas just put it out so like it was probably like my fifth ever song that people that my niggas dropped and people fucked with it so I didn't really like do bear that like I was just like fuck it we're here I I just put out put out whatever else I make type mm-hmm. shit and then like I put out a couple of songs and then like I put out side bag and that shit went <laughs> what numbers are you at for that song I don't know. Almost, like hundred. It's like, like almost two hundred k on Spotify. On Spotify, and then on YouTube, like like ninety k or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, across all platforms, like almost, almost like three quarters of a mil, maybe like seventy five, something around there. I don't know. I can't really remember, but that, those are really good numbers. Do you yeah. feel like Sidebag is like one of those Toronto songs, like one of those anthems? Because I hold it in that regard. People like a lot of people come like compare it to like the Griselda thing. It's yeah, not, like. It or come outside, sort of. Yeah, because in that era, like 20, 20 27, 2019 summer, like it had it, the shit that was unlocked. Like, is that I when remember. Griselda dropped? Wasn't it earlier than that? It was, that was 2018. Yeah, it was like 2018. Well, 2019, yeah. Cyberbag was going crazy. Like, I remember, like, one time I was driving in traffic and some guy cut me off and I put, yo, the f- I was in a Cyberbag. Call that. I was like, he was oh, playing it? He was blasting the song and I'm not about to cuss the man. I'm like, no, no, do your thing. Go on. That's a good moment. I'll be walking still. downtown. Did he know that was you? But yo, nigga, you're playing my track. I didn't even stay long enough. I was like, yo, when he went, I was like, yo, that's crazy. I remember, like, I was walking down Queen Street one time, and then cars, it was summertime, so cars had one for music. Side bag. Two minutes later, next one. Two minutes later, next one. Yeah. Two minutes later, next one. My nigga calls me, yo, fam, I had like five cars. Like, how does that feel? 
crazy. But it made me like, realize. Like genuinely, like how, like. Honestly, like I knew it was a banger when I made it. Like a year, it, it was a year old before I dropped it. Like we mm. all knew, but like when they started doing that, doing that shit, I was like, yo. Niggas songs don't actually, like niggas numbers are lying because mm. niggas songs don't actually be in the streets like that. Like yeah. I don't be hearing other niggas shit like that. No. So now I was like, hmm. Especially not okay. here. Nah, yeah, so I'm trying to say, like, you don't actually know your shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so talk about that, actually. So now that you're in the industry and you're, you you kind of see behind the wall, behind the curtain, was it a shock to you to see how much of the industry is just, like, fake? Yeah, just, a, yeah, just a facade in terms of numbers, how much money people have, fam, all that what? type of stuff? The money is the thing that really got me, like, I was like, fam. People don't have. People do not have really, money like that. Even these are really broke, fam. <laughs> and trying to and moving like they're super up. Like no mm. knock to anybody. Like get it how you live, but like, damn, it's crazy. Like I was like, damn. Like when I started learning the things that men are doing, and like how I was like, oh shit. Like like me, like mine's just off the muscle, so I know how that is. But it was just like, damn. Like at least I thought that, and then. Had that for myself, so I got myself to where I wanted to be. But like looking at it back at it, I'm like, damn, like niggas have me foolish. So like, and then and then once you know, you kind of it's easy for you to detect it. Like I could look 100%. at something and be like, ah, that that looks a but, little. But fishy. but you know more than anybody yeah, else would know. But that looks like, a little fishy because it's like there's no way that your song could have. 10 million streams and in you have Toronto. 10 million streams and you have. 300 followers on Instagram. Like, just exactly. stuff like that. You're like, okay, this doesn't. 100%. YouTube videos got 500,000 views and there's 18 comments, you know? Oh, like, shit. Shit or like or that, your you know? YouTube video has a million streams and the song on Spotify has, like, 4,000 yeah. streams. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. stuff like that. 500 monthly listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't add up still, but honestly, the game... A lot of people on Instagram that, be like that. I pre that hard. Whenever I... When I see, like... There's a thousand followers. I'm like, let me see the likes. Let me see the comments. Because yeah. I'm like... Let me see that ratio. A lot. And I'm not trying to... Like, I'm not knocking... Actually, no, I am knocking it. Because why are you doing that? A lot of people... A lot of people buy followers. Whether it's for their brand, for their personal... One thing I said... When I started this podcast, like, yo, one thing I'm not doing... I'm never buying followers. I will rather have 500 followers on this podcast page before I go to my pocket out of my hard-earned salary and pay to look like people are listening Talk to this shit. shit. One thing about this show, Talk every single like, follower, comment, we earned that shit. People buy their Talk blue, that shit, people buy their blue <laughs> checks too. Yeah, Mad I, fake verified That's people. one thing. I, everything that we've done this podcast, we've literally earned it from 2020 now. I will never buy followers, buy comments, buy downloads, none of that shit. Because at the end of the day, what? It's literally just appearances. It means Well, you know what? Some people actually are got by that. It's the people who look at the, like you said, oh, this thing is shit, but he looks like he Mm, he has Because he has 20,000 followers. Now you're a guy. Those are the people that that gets. Mm-hmm. And then they'll look at someone like me who's organically, like, if you say my name in the city, people know me. Mm-hmm. They can sing you a Wave Montana song word for word. Yeah. But so-and-so might be more, have more clout because they're into the gimmicks or they, they're, it looks better on paper. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, okay, well, this guy's more lit. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. so... It's optics and yeah. the optics. Be- yeah. People need to read though. through the optics. Please start doing when it comes to creatives and and artists. Please start reading through the optics. There's a lot of talented people out there who are not going to their pockets because they have pride to buy followers and to buy clout. 
I also think it's just like, it's almost a sense of media literacy, you know? For sure. Just being like, just knowing, even seeing like a fake video and knowing it was choreographed or something like that, knowing that they're doing this for the clout, for the attention, you know? I think everybody needs to fix up mm -hmm. collectively in that regard. Are you still independent or are you signed? Still independent still. Right. Do you think you're going to stay that route or if a label came to you with like a, a good situation, you would do it? I feel like until like I cement myself a certain way, I wouldn't really, con I don't know if I consider it. I maybe, I don't know. Like I'm not really into like, the, like I feel like labels are like, to like blow you up crazy, put you in everyone. Like I'm not mm -hmm. really into that shit. Like we spoke about that, about Ice Spice. Yeah. Just out there everywhere. Like, if I, I see you on Rolling Loud performing one song wave, I'm going to be upset. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I wouldn't do a one song. But, like, but if that song is crazy, then it's like, fuck. Like, yeah, yeah I mean? for you sure. But, I mean? but nah, I don't know still. I feel like like what I want to do in long term, like it's, it's not about that. Like, But if a label could help, cool. But I feel like to gain any, like, like leeway with a label, you have to have your own things running and like, mm -hmm. you have to like have a certain shit together so that you can approach them like, yo, this is what I have, this is what I need from you type shit. I would probably do that, but like right now, like, nah, I want to build my shit organically. Still have my team and like, I do how I want to do it, you know? And like, talk. let's talk about the city a little bit. Like, you're from Moulton, right? I feel like people don't like realize how much, you can drop it, go ahead. <laughs> you were like, I feel much realize like how much I guess, like, culture and, like, how much where you're from, whether, like, in Toronto or the GTA, how much that, like, builds you or, like, characterizes you. Like, I'm from Brampton, right? And that characterizes me, I guess. <laughs> Whatever, we're not going to get into it. But, like, yeah, how does being from... Because also, like, not to, like, speak of, like, the hood or whatever, but, like, my dad was born in Jane and Finch. Like, oh, not lie. My dad was born in England, but when he came to Canada, he lived at Jane and Finch. Um, my grandfather actually kicked my dad and his brothers out when they were 18. So when they all were 18, they're like, all right, bounce. Like, you got to go. So they end up living together. But I actually saw my uncle, because my dad passed away. I saw my uncle recently, and he was like, yeah, like, we, like, we lived in, like, Jane and Finch, like, the hood. Like, and, like, we're talking about, like, jungle and, like, chalk farm, like, areas in Toronto where, like, you know, we're, like, more, like, rougher areas you would say and like nothing's other than like jungle now like they're trying to like really gentrify jungle like i don't know if you guys have been recently my cousin was telling me like, yo you go to jungle now it's kind of like this is not what like it, this was before like they're really trying to like do that a lot of places oh yeah for sure region. but it's like it's still like the the hood like where like my or my dad and like his brothers like grew up like jane finch area it's is gentrified but there's still a lot of history that's continued to today. Like, you talk to my, like, aunts and my uncles about, like, Driftwood, like, Jane and Finch, and they still, like, back then it was like, yo, like, those were the areas, like, you didn't really want to go to or you knew who was in that camp or whatever, and that's still, like, how that is today. So it's interesting to see that, like, yes, gentrification is happening, but there's still, like, that history in those areas that have been going since, like, the 70s, 80s, 90s, until now. So, like, what does that mean to you also being from Malton? I feel like Martin's always been a place where, like, I don't know. Like, a lot, of, like, if you say Martin around, like, older heads, like, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, that, like, mm -hmm. you don't know, like. Yeah. And I feel like for a while, like, Martin was just, like, it's just Martin. Like, it's always been what it's been, but, right. like, we're not the ends that's, like, in everyone's face. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. If you know Martin, you know Martin. If not, then whatever. But I feel like when I started, like, making music, it, like, came back to the forefront. Like, now people know what the Ave is, like. 
Mm-hmm. You see the Ave niggas not all oh, that's Martin, like right. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's having like, it's it's like um, it's reemerged in a sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, has a lot of history still. Martin is a place of a lot of history. Yeah, and I feel like every Martin man knows each other too. Is it like a small community? Martin is pretty small. Everybody I know from yeah. Martin. <laughs> Knows each other, hundred percent. Like it's like, it's like it's a weird type of thing. Like if you if you look at other places, like if you look at like the Jane, for example, that's like a strip. Mm-hmm. It's like a street with like little places along a street. Like Mountain is an actual ends. Like there's like seven, eight schools within the the place. Like there's like a mall there. There's Westwood. Westwood Mall. <laughs> come on. There's like <laughs> come on. There's like everything you like. There's like everything is in this one big small area. Mm-hmm. Like. Rex still us to this side, like there's like everything like is bordering. Let's like, three different like cities bordering Mountain. It's like everything is here, like so. It's like it's it's big for ends, but it's small for like it's not like a city. It's like a town. Right. It's like a town. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 weird. There's not a lot of places that, that that have that in the GTA. Right. So I guess that's what makes it kind of special. It makes everyone kind of know each other, you know. Yeah, because they tried to, like, my aunt lives in Malton. I don't know, like, Westwood, because I used to, like, spend a lot of time in Malton. Um, but, like, yeah, like, they try to, like, gentrify Malton, make it, like, Mississauga. And, like, if you're from Malton, like, you are not calling it Mississauga. Like, my aunt's oh, like, no. I do not live in Mississauga. I live in Malton. They like, banished us from a long time ago. They, go, they, they, they said, fuck, you guys not getting no funding, no programs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You guys just go in the, in the roads and do what you guys want to do. We'll give the funding to these guys over here and square one ends. <laughs> You fuck you guys. Yeah. Like the, like the fucking black sheep of whatever. Like we they weren't even tra- a part of, it wasn't even a part of Saga until like, I forget what year it was. It was a part of like, I think Rexdale or mm-hmm. like a part of Toronto. And then Toronto was like, we don't want them. Fuck, you guys take them. Jeez. They're like, oh, fuck, we got to take this. And it's not, you know, when, yeah, when, you're, when, you're, yeah. when you're picking your runs for the man, and it's like, yeah, yeah. the last waste man. And it's like, <laughs> fuck. Yo, we already got our team. Yo, I'll take this guy still. And it's like, fuck, this guy's left. We have to take him still. Yeah. Yo, you take him. I don't want him still. You take him. All right, fuck, we'll take him. And then you just don't pass him the ball. That's Martin. Jesus. That's why this is the eight ball shit, because it's the black ball, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. So when you leave here, you're actually hopping on a flight, and you're going to London, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck, which is insane. So. Yeah, but yeah. out of here. So. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to leave <laughs> soon, big man. Real but, big, um, it? Even on the album, I've, I hear, like, some mm-hmm. London influences in there. So, like, who do you listen to from London that you're, like, that you really like appreciate. That I really appreciate. Uh, I fuck with I fuck with Tion. I fuck with Russ Millions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck it. I fuck with Russ. I fuck with um. Yo, what's your sound again? Sorry, not to interrupt you. What is it? Uh huh. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> y'all gonna listen to? Y'all gonna hear the album? I was like, yo, that is like waves, uh-huh. like uh huh. It's fire. It's fire. It is fire. It's one of those that's but like you need like when you get yeah. your sound. You know what it is. Yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. knows your sound. Like Tion's is the hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, I fuck with those guys. I fuck with a couple other guys still. Um, a couple lower, low key guys. Mm-hmm. Um, can't really think of it off top. But those are two like I, I super fuck with yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be lit over there still. First time in London. Yeah, light leaves at like eleven. Yeah, it was right now. On for eight. you guys, it's eight twenty-three. For you guys listening, <laughs> and he says his international flight leaves at eleven. <laughs> leaves at eleven. Nah. Which means are you checking your bag? Yes. Did you check in already? No. Oh, check yes. in. Yeah, you bro. should check. If you said yes, I'm like, oh, you're blessed because the check-in line. If you leave at eleven, boarding is probably at like ten twenty. Yeah, you should have checked in though. 
It's cool. Yeah, man. when we're done, at least just check it. Yeah, at Fuck least it. check it. <laughs> right now, we're president and we're living this diaries. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But honestly, I think you're going to have it. I've never been to London. You're like the London connoisseur the of Toronto. Must so, get me shot. The ends in that. South East. So I think you're going to have a great time there. I Like I said, I think. Pounds on deck. Oh, raw, excuse man has his me. Pounds ready already. In it, you know? yeah. ready blood. Excuse me. That's ready, crazy. Blood. Man has the stack of pounds. already converted in it. Oh my yeah. god! I think to do the money fund, yeah. Once we bridge <laughs> this gap between the UK and Toronto, I think that will greatly help Toronto's creative and music scene. Like I said, we just gotta we we gotta salt, we gotta bridge it. We gotta hold hands and go across and just bridge this back gap because distant cousins. No, for real, because like yeah. UK and Toronto unite, we could be like bigger than like the United States infrastructure. Like it's nuts. It could be insane. Yeah, it's just because it's so far. If it I, that's the hard part if too, the right? UK wasn't as far. Mm-hmm. It would be crazy. But it's like a lot of Americans do not fuck with UK rap. A lot of them don't. They can't get past the accent. A lot of them. They, they even they hate it. They it's hate crazy. it, and they it's can't so even get weird. Ours. Yeah, and it's like when, I, when I'm like in the states, I'm like, yo, like play this song. And they're like, yo, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, y'all don't listen to, y'all listen to. Y'all but they can't even rap. they can't even get over their own accents. <laughs> like a New York nigga in the south, they're gonna be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's true. That's they true. Can't that's true. Their own shit. They're not gonna yeah. hear that. But yo, you, I love UK rap. That's something I really enjoy UK rap. They're like slowly. I think it's like the the younger generation are like slowly trying to get into mm-hmm. it because of like the central seas and mm-hmm. those type of people. But I think like. Like, yeah, people have, just have to, once they get over the accent, then don't. Yeah. And the whole wave of, like, you know, not <laughs> the whole wave of drill beats and everything right now is, like, a lot of it came from there, you yeah. know? Yeah. All so that's New why York I think they're starting to kind of be open to it because all the New York mans are rapping on drill beats. Yeah. Some of them are collaborating. There's, like, Moneybag Yo and Digga mm-hmm. D songs. Yeah, and yeah. Five Yo. Gunna and, Gunna and um, Naif Smalls mm-hmm. have songs, like. Yo, I feel, I, I, feel, I feel they're doing it just for the, like, they are, but they're not really promoting because even like on Hetty One's out, Future is on Hetty One's album, and I don't think a lot of people have ever heard that song. But the I song is hard. I haven't. I have to listen. Yeah, to Yeah, it's them. called. I think it's called See No Evil. That track is crazy, but yeah, I feel like. Know. But I feel like the accents... Summer Walker and Fredo have a song on on Fredo's album. Oh, do they? Nobody knows. Yeah, I and it's know. hard. Yeah, I feel like the accents make their punchlines like a little bit harder. Like, have you seen the shape of her body? Like, that line, I, me and my little cousin, Alexia, I'm like, have you seen, like, have you seen the shape of her body? Like, that I think line it's just the, I makes think it's just the, the whole flows. <laughs> I think it's the flows. flows and then when you crazy. listen to UK music, it's like, there's certain flows that only sound good in that accent. That's facts. Like, when you try it, it doesn't hit the same. Yeah. You yeah. know what's crazy, too? We have that same factor in our mm-hmm. shit, but we yeah. just, a lot of people from Toronto don't tap in to, like, like, I hear a lot of, like, artists from Toronto will put on, like, American accents. Yeah. Start rapping. It's like, what are you doing, fam? I talk to you every day. I hear you talk all the time. You don't or, sound like that. It's more, it's more so the gal them. A lot, a lot of girls in the city be putting on the, like, the New York accent and rapping because, like, I guess a lot of rap comes from New York, so they just feel like they have to do that when they rap. Mm. But it's like, just talk how you talk. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, wow. yeah. And you can have your own, like, that, like our lingo is crazy. Like, Toronto lingo is, like, probably the most outlandish, crazy shit you've ever heard in your life. So it's like, Talk your shit, my nigga. Like it'll, it'll be the same as what people think about the UK. Mm-hmm. You know what I, mean? mm-hmm. I think the I think the one thing that we're missing here is like a identifiable sound. I think once once Toronto has like a sound, then people would probably f- feel more comfortable talking. I feel like we kind of do, but you don't like it. 
that 40 but underwater, that, you know, yeah, the, no, but that's Drake, not, nothing was the no, same thing. But we were I don't think that's about. what she's thinking. Okay. About. The 40 underwater sound, like, yeah, it's a good sound, but the thing is, like, not a lot of people can do yeah. that mm-hmm. at a high level. I feel like the sound is like look little whiny, like, crybaby it, thing. Yeah. Like the heavy auto it's tune. That, it's the heavy the auto tune. Chicago kind of. Whiny. Yeah. And I, I don't like that. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not I don't that, like that. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I don't like it. I'm not the it's hard fan to see it. it. Like you don't often see that done well. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and that's the thing. why when it's I hear shit like yours, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is it. This is it. But yeah, because yeah. it's crazy to me why like the main artists from Toronto that I hear, they don't sound identifiable. Like you don't really know where they're mm. from, but their music is like really good. Like yours, I I wouldn't hear automatically and be like, yo, this is a Toronto man. Like if I didn't know the accent or whatever, or someone else I listen to a lot is Free Eight. Free mm-hmm. doesn't sound like every other yeah. guy who makes music. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just something I noticed. Are you ready for your freestyle? Get it, man. You Before you head out of your here. Freestyle. Yeah, we got to make sure you catch your flight. Let's get it. But we have to make sure. Because we, we cannot reimburse you for... <laughs> Literally. But late, we haven't man, had a re- we haven't had a relentless rap session no, since we, we had Ryan, so I'm excited man. for this one. I'm excited too, man. You know I love a good free- know I love a good freestyle. Mm. Me too. Let's go. Oh, let me make sure my, my So are we my just gonna this. like Are you this. are you gonna drop it just now? Are you gonna Nah, this is him. This album time, <laughs> this is him. <laughs> so are we gonna like end it now and let him do it or end it after he's done? We can we gotta get a little reaction and then we'll end it after he's done. Okay. All right, we good? You ready for your freestyle? Let's get it. Okay. okay. Wait. Axel. You gonna hype, man? Shut up, Lennox Diaries. ATG, eight boy, absolute. You can't rap. Don't come on, Relentless Diaries. <laughs> you can't rap. Rel- Relentless. Huh. Okay. Catharsis, 1021. Let's stream that. All everywhere. Shout out to Av. No, we coming. London soon come. Uh, my life real, a lot of shit that a nigga don't mention If I had one wish, just bring back streets or free big bro with the tension R.I.P. to the dogs, them living dead, I miss my brethren's Cause they alive but dead inside like life is pending Some minds live through me though, so I gotta go get it Get it legit, swipe that credit, whip that stretch it Whatever it is, I'm with it, a lot of niggas don't get it Cause you ain't never been homeless, they can't relate So I paint that perfect picture of my life real, no edit me and her ain't speaking the same Between us too much tension And I love that girl but she ain't my speed So I had to dead it And it hurts to do it I just hope that I don't regret it Bleaching now get sleep at night No no cause I'm a hood medic When you with me I'll cash no debit I'm just trying to go leggy I'm just trying to get rich but the city's crazy So I hold semi Yeah I fuck up the club when they play my tunes off Leechy Remy I keep thinking about shorty, nani, good in the acid, heavy, holy fuck, combination, deadly, holy fuck, losing my mind trying to run it up, life's like 15 bands off cuffs, no one to keep me seen or trust, get more L's, take more dubs, and I get enough change, but it's not enough, uh-huh. Catharsis, this Friday, 1021, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere, DSPs, ABCs, 123s, LMX, XWYZs, you feel me, stream that. <laughs> Relentless Relentless Diaries Relentless, Relentless Raps Relentless. Episode 2 You feel me Don't come up here If you can't rap This is a Relentless Exclusive y'all uh-huh. Relentless, Relentless. Don't, Like I said Don't come here If you can't rap But
come here if you can rap. I, <laughs> but you see I, where it's at. But yeah, you see where exactly. the bar is at. And I enjoy this and I like to hear it. So listen, if you are a rapper in the city, anything, if you can rap, like we've had Ryan, now we have Wave, whoever's going to be number three, we'll see who can do a freestyle and keep up with the, with the dogs. But yeah, I appreciate you coming here. This has been a great exclusive. Make sure everyone goes and streams Catharsis on October 21st, this Friday. Uh, wherever you are, make sure you download on any music downloading platform and stream it. It's a really good project. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Relentless. And we'll have you back. Come on. Period. <laughs> Relentless.